WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. The usual suspects in the hockey media are waging a campaign to get Kid Rock booted from performing at the NHL All-Star Game. He's the hoss, he's the boss with the sauce and the horse. And they want to make Kid Rock a healthy scratch. Kid Rock, they say, is guilty of a heinous crime. He supports Donald Trump. If you do that, you are disqualified from ever again appearing in a forum where you might accidentally be witnessed by someone who doesn't approve of Donald Trump. Yes, this is the case, even though Trump won the election, which means some significant portion of the country also supports Trump, in addition to Kid Rock, including some who might appreciate a good three-on-three spectacular, despite Kid Rock's presence and the absence of Phil Kessel. Kid Rock will not be spewing rhetoric supporting Trump at the NHL All-Star Game. Kid Rock will be crooning his rather unfortunate hybrid of rock and country, which I admittedly find more offensive than any presidency ever and anything Donald Trump has ever said. But Kid Rock was kidding when he said he would paint his wife white. I want to make that absolutely clear. He's just some dope who's going to sing some dumb songs, and it will not be at all Trumpian. But you see, this is what hockey writers write about when they don't know hockey. Pennies on the dollar. But if it can't be Kid Rock at the NHL All-Star Game, I suggest a great alternative. The comedy of Aziz Ansari. But if you want to mix hockey and politics and not for the first time, guess what? You just made the list. Did I say that right? He's the hoss, he's the boss with the sauce and the horse. The list brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust, 412-333-WXDX. Or you can follow me on Twitter, at Mark... Wait, hold on, I'm giving the... Okay, so I'm really pissed about Liverpool losing. It's distracting me, has ruined the show to this point, and will ruin the rest of the broadcast. The number to call for Matt Mertz is 412-367-0815. Connor, the name you could trust. Go to them for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine is the number to call. Uh, I can't believe that I'm not getting more feedback on my notion that the Steelers have great talent, an accomplished coach, and can't win with the culture the way it is, and can't fix the culture with the coach as long as he's there, but you can't fire the coach because he's done too much. Hell, he just went 13-3. and three. So, so in other words, it is very unique where the Steelers have a real good team, but just aren't going to win. And that's the truth. The Steelers have a real good team, I just don't believe they can win given the state of the team and the culture and everything. 
412-333-9939 is the number to call. Oh, Liverpool's next two games are both against crap teams. Hopefully we'll get at least a tie out of those two games. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on the Mark Madden Show. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, two things. Kid Rock also had the lyric, I'm the I'm a painter's town red, then painter's wife, and you can imagine what color. I said that. I said I said oh. that Kid Rock was not going to paint anybody's wife white at the All Star game. <laughs> well, they shouldn't be worried then. Cause um, chaos, Rock like Amadeus. Fine West Coast, yeah. So, um, question: Do you think Ian Cole's been scratched because they're trying to come to grips with if they can? continue playing the rest of the season with Matt Hunwick because they want to get Cole off the books to try and bring some type of center in. No. (laughs) I I, I think they're just playing Matt Hunwick because they think he's better. And because they signed him. Uh, You know, you can't sign a guy, even if it is for a, you know, Hunwick's not making huge money. But if you sign a guy and he ends up being a healthy scratch, that does not reflect well, does it? No. and, And the other thing is, you know, the team... You know, construed how they are now. I don't understand the sending the sprung down at all. But how they're construed right now, I think you just throw it against the wall and you and you hope, like you said, they make the playoffs. They play one of those two top seeds, and if it, if it's the end of the year, it's the end of the year. So they get as long of a rest as possible because that can never be overstated. How much hockey this team's played in the last three years? No question. And I know people don't want to hear excuses. But uh, as excuses go, that's at the very least an extremely legitimate one. My other comment about the Hunwick Cole situation, Virgil, you know Sully likes speed. That, yep. that He wants speed and guys who play fast. Hunwick is faster than Cole. He is. I just I could be way off on this. I just think for a team that wants to think about transition and offense first, it's not bad to have a guy like Ian Cole who, who lately, at least when he played, seems like years ago, didn't have as many turnovers in his own defensive zone as Hunwick has had that haven't really come back to hurt the Penguins, but you see it. I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm not saying Ian Cole is, is Larry Murphy or anyone like that, but I feel more comfortable when he's in over Hunwick. Well, he's definitely not Larry Murphy. Uh, and I think Hunwick kind of double-crossed them when he couldn't play the right side. Now, that's their responsibility to uh, know that, but they were pretty sure about it, and he has not, uh, you know, filled his part of the bargain in that regard. Right, and the other thing, too, is good or bad or average, you know, we always, I remember years ago you referred to guys, they'd bring up like Gibbons as as jabronis, but they got a thing in their heart for for Rue I don't know why, I don't know why that is, but, you know, and if, if oh no, they, I, know, they, I know why that is, and it's a reasonable attitude. He's right-handed. Yeah, yeah. I just man, and don't ever, and don't anyone forget about what happened when everyone says just trade Ian Cole, get him off the books. Hey, they won two Stanley Cups the year before. They played with five defensemen for what fifteen or twenty games. So, oh, oh no, at some point, if they make the playoffs, uh, and certainly between now and the playoffs, I would think Ian Cole was going to play a role. How big a role, how permanent a role, I don't know. But Ian Cole will play a role. Hey, last year they brought in Ron Hainsey to uh, be just some jabroni. You know, some yep. seventh guy who wasn't going to play unless he had to, but then he had to, and every game too, and he played great. Right. Thanks to call, Virgil. To which I can only add, why they want to pick on me. 
Lock me up and snort away my key. I ain't no cheat. I'm just a regular failure. Not straight out of Compton. I'm straight out the trailer. Cuss like a sailor. I don't think I can go from there. 412-333-9939. Let's go real quick to Leanne in Monroeville. We always get the ladies on as quickly as we can. What's up, Leanne? Hi, Mark. How are you? Terrific. I wanted to say about Tomlin, I appreciate him as a coach, but eventually you can't be pregnant forever. You have to have the baby. The delivery has to happen. And it just doesn't seem like it, it's going to happen. Yeah, but, but here's the problem, Leanne, and, and you know, just to spell out what with, with, uh, I've been talking about, you can't fire him because he wins too much, but he doesn't win enough. Right. What, what, what they need is for him to go like 7-9 one year, and that'll happen after Ben retires, but I don't even know that they'll fire him then. Like like I, the guy like Leanne, the guy's never had a losing season. You can't yeah, fire never, him. But you can't. You have to eventually get to the big dance. No, you don't. Plenty it. of teams don't. Plenty of teams have I, but, never been to the big dance. I guess Pittsburgh expects that. You well, know, like no, no, no. What Pittsburgh and... expects, Leanne, and this is what the Rooney family believes, if you make the playoffs every year, eventually you'll go on a run and get to and perhaps win a Super Bowl. And Tomlin right. makes the playoffs just about every year. And when he doesn't make it, he's darn close. Well, my husband's been close a couple times, and that close is not good enough. Close to what? To get me uh, where oh, I Oh, Leanne, please. Please. This is, the kids are listening. I'm- please. i got to cut you. Please. Plus, you just fake it like, like I've been told sometimes happens. Four one two three 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 ninety nine thirty nine. The number to call. Uh, I'd love to get Penguin Talk going. I would love to see if you're as nervous as I am about the fact that they're they're just not quite where they need to be. They're better. They're six and three this month, but again, right now, they're three points out of last place in the division. They're not in a playoff spot. The Flyers are in a playoff spot. The Flyers have two games in hand on the Penguins, and every team in the Metro has games in hand, at least one, on the Penguins. If you think that sounds like things are looking up, that that's a pretty skewed viewpoint. Again, I keep saying 50-50 that they make the playoffs. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9 x and now, the super genius, Mark Madden. It is Stan, the man Gable, the Navitas. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. The X at 105.9. I should have said not straight out of Compton. I'm straight out of Shaler. But I'm not a failure. I'm a super genius with a tested IQ of 166. Uh, got a ton of calls. Let's go to Christian in the car. Christian, you're on with Double M. I question, when does the schedule come out for the, I guess, the NHL? Is it decided years in advance, or is it... No, it, it's, it's, it's formulated each offseason. Why? Well, it just seems like the odds were highly stacked against the Penguins. Uh, don't don't so, whine, bro. Everybody plays 82 games. If you, yeah, want, to say that, if you want to say they're tired because they played, you know, two full Stanley Cup playoff slates en route to... Two championships the past two years, yeah, that I get. Uh, that that is reasonable. But in terms of you know too many back to backs, that's what you're going to say, right? That and I felt the the 
their opponents in the beginning of the year were extremely tough. Yeah, so the NHL should handicap everyone's opponents to make sure that each team has an equal uh, schedule in terms of difficulty. Each, like you're not like obviously they have an equal schedule for the whole year, but you want to balance that from month to month and week to week, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. I, I just felt like it's you know they played so much hockey the last two years, then they come. I think they should have got a buy. I think they should have started the season with a ten and zero record and only played seventy two games. How'd that have been? I like that idea. See you later. Let's go to Corey in the car. Corey, you're on with Double M. What up, Big Sexy? What up? Uh, question regarding the Steelers and the coaching. Uh, let me get your opinion on this. We, for the past 10 years, have been the winningest franchise in the NFL. Now, given how liberal uh, the Roonies are with the coaching staff, does the fact that in about two weeks we are not going to be, more than likely not going to be, the winningest franchise in the NFL history, does that make our... Well, Green Bay is the winningest franchise in NFL history. As far as Super Bowl victories. Okay, we've been over that, but but yeah... uh, the Steelers and Patriots would each have six Super Bowls. And really, I don't know how any Pittsburgh fan will be able to show his face in public after that. Now, does that does that make them kind of look as we spoke last week? You said they didn't necessarily think there was a problem. Is it that important to the franchise and to the Rooney family that they might acknowledge that, yes, there may be a problem in the culture? What do you mean acknowledge? What, what do you expect them to do, put out a news release or call you and talk to you personally? What are you uh, looking for? As far as with Tomlin, intervening, as far as how he coaches, how liberal Well, they're not going to the do that in public if they do it at all. But do you think they would do that? I think uh, a lot of things will occur this offseason that will point in that direction or not. I think getting rid of Lev Bell and some of the other players we've talked about, Mike Mitchell, Vince Williams, Joey Porter, the coach. I think, think there's Ben some... comes back? Pardon me? Do you think Ben comes back? Ben already announced he's coming back. Okay. Did, did you watch the last game when they lost and Ben talked afterwards and said, quote, I'm coming back verbatim? Yes, I did. I just know you didn't because you didn't know if Ben was coming back. So so what do you, like, if they, what if Bell comes back? What if Mitchell comes back? What does that tell you? They're not going to make an announcement. They're not going to tell us, okay, we're adhering to, to people being on time. You know, we're making it work, not... Super wonderful, crazy, fun time. They're not going to announce that, but there are certain indicators, I think, that will tell us one way or the other. But what are you expecting? What do you think they will do? Because I think they're going to do things just like they've been doing things. Yeah, I, I, you're probably right. I hope they don't because like, you're, I'd like to see them get over this hump. But if they do release Bell, do you think that Well, they're not releasing Bell. We, we, or an ownership decision? It, or if they don't sign him, excuse me. Right, if they let him walk via the miracle of free agency. Uh, I think it would be, they say they make decisions as a team. I think that's how they would make this one. And they better. Because to straighten the culture out, you need everybody on board. Absolutely. Uh, if you made me say what they're going to do, yesterday I thought they would definitely let Bell walk. Today I've talked to a few people that think otherwise. I'd say 50-50. I, I, but I think it would be best to let him walk. And again, for people who disagree with me, I point out that two years ago, D'Angelo Williams, when he played, uh, started 10 games due to suspension for Bell and injury to Bell, 
His numbers per catch and per carry and per game were better than Bell's this year. Per catch, per carry, per game, his numbers were better than Bell's this year, and he cost literally one-tenth, 10% of what Bell would make next year under the franchise tag. Part of the part, you know, most of this is Bell's attitude, and he's a, you know, he's a jerk. He's a disruptive influence. He's a selfish dink. Sure. Uh, so that's a big part of this, and how he influences the culture in the locker room. But also, I just can't see paying a running back fourteen point five million dollars when cheaper alternatives are out there, and it's a passing league in the first place. Then this ain't fantasy football. The ball. What's that? And you can get somebody that can pound the ball and not tip. Well, yeah, it ain't that kind of league, bro. You gotta again. I know you didn't watch the game or listen to Ben. You gotta listen to me. Then I mean, don't just live in a bubble where you. What's your name? Corey. Were you Corey, the guy who doesn't know too much, thinks he knows everything? That's a bad bubble to be in. Okay, it's not a running league. You don't pound the ball, but you can get someone to do eighty percent of what Bell does and pay him twenty percent of what Bell is going to make. Let's go to Kevin in Whitehall. Kevin, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark, good afternoon. Hey, I said this years ago with Mike Tomlin. You're not going to win with him, and I actually hope they do keep him because he's terrible. Pittsburgh deserves him for hiring him, and he's wasting away Ben Roethlisberger's best years, and I love it. Well, Ben's still going to get to the Hall of Fame, and he still won two Super Bowls. Why do you love it? I just love it because he was a bad hire. Okay, no, he wasn't a bad hire. There's no way to call Mike Tomlin a bad hire unless you're a racist pig, which I'm not counting out in, in your well, particular they... instance. No, 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 let me talk. I let you talk like a jerk-off. Now let me talk to you, jerk-off. He won a Super Bowl, got to another Super Bowl, has the second-highest winning percentage among active coaches. How was that a bad hire? It might be well, a hire that's he... headed now in the wrong direction, but please do tell me how that was a bad hire. Well, if, he, if he's so good in your eyes, then keep him here. You ain't going to win nothing else with him. So keep oh, him I don't think they will either. But, but for you to say it's a bad hire is inaccurate and stupid and racist. And if you were here, I'd punch you right in the face. Anything else? You can't say it's a bad hire. You could say maybe it's time for him to go, but you can't say it was a bad hire. It's worked. Believe me, that guy doesn't want a black coach. You could tell by the way he was talking about Tomlin, he doesn't want a black coach in charge of the Steelers. It's one thing when the black guys wear helmets and you can't really tell they're black, but but a black coach that you can tell he's black, that guy don't want that. Everything I just said, it's not how I think. That's how, seriously, I've had people tell me, because this is a racist time, second only to maybe Boston and Augusta, Georgia in that regard. I've had people tell me, seriously, that in football, you can't tell they're black when they wear the helmet, so I'm okay by that. I like to take on themselves and clonk you over the head with them. Okay, we got William and Dave on hold. Please do stay on hold. We'll get you in a second. Looks like Haley's going to be the offensive coordinator for the Browns, and their head coach, Hugh Jackson, he usually calls the plays, but he's going to let Haley call the plays for the Browns. I would think after going 1-31 and in the last uh, – Two years that maybe, maybe you shouldn't be calling the plays anymore, you. Maybe you shouldn't. 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Go ahead. You can say it because it's true. It's damn true. Hey, Mark. Love the show. Thank you for making my day. Yeah. The X at 105.9. It's official. 
Daniel Sprong has been sent to the minors. That means Brian Rust is ready to play, and hopefully Rusty can get a few goals. Only four on the season this year. He hasn't played in a month. I just like guys with potential to score. Daniel Sprong has that, and I know there are some things that they didn't like about him. His lack of commitment to defense, specifically cheating on the offensive side of the puck too often. But they need goals. He could score goals. I'd rather have a guy who cheats on the offensive side of the puck once in a while than a guy like Carl Haglin, or for that matter, Brian Ross this year, who just can't score. Let's go to Doug in Beaver Falls. Doug, you're on the Mark Madden Show. Good afternoon. Uh, just following up on uh, when you were saying about the Steelers changing some personnel in order to change the culture, yeah, you had mentioned Vince Williams, and I, I can't recall hearing or reading anything relative to any disruptive behavior. Or he runs his mouth all the time. I don't like guys who run their mouth and can't play. I don't like guys who feature themselves on social media but can't play. I don't like guys who beat their chests over minimal accomplishments and can't play. I just don't think he's very good is where it all stems from, and he talks too much. Still there? Very good. Thank you. I mean, they're going to keep him. They're not going to change anything. They're going to get rid of Mitchell because he costs too much and he's washed up, but they're not going to get rid of, well, they might get rid of Bell because the money figures in, but they won't get rid of Bince. Joey Porter's got a job for life. He's a Tomlin crony, and they're not going to win. I, I can't make that clear enough. They will not, the Steelers will not win a Super Bowl, I would say, for the next 10, 15 years, and that's best-case scenario, that they win when they get another franchise quarterback, which doesn't happen often, but because of the culture, they will not win while Ben's still there. Then after Ben retires, the window slams shut. Let's go to William in Whitehall. William, you're on with Double M. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, there is word up north that Eric Carlson wants out yep, of Ottawa. The call. You know, it's funny. The guy told the call screener he was gonna he wanted to bring Paul Martin back which would have been even dumber than wanting to bring Eric Carlson in. Let's go to Dave at Fox Chapel. Dave, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. I admittedly haven't been paying much attention to the 10th season since the Steelers season was going on, but now I'm all away. And I was wondering, is Dominic Simone, is he still with the club or was he sent down? No, he's still with the team. Do you watch the games at all? Uh, no, I haven't recently. Okay, well, call back after you do. Thank you for the call. Either that or I'll just bring you up to speed on everything that's happened from October till now. And then we can discuss. Dominic Simone's played average, doesn't score enough. Can't believe he's out there with Sid. Can't believe he's up here still and Sprong isn't. Let's go to, you know, that's one thing Mike Selman's going to be careful about. Coaches can fall too in love with all-around players who don't really do anything. There's a lot of them. All-around players who don't really do anything. Dominic Simone, Brian Russ this year, Carl Haglin, good all-around players. Don't accomplish much. Let's go to uh, 
Brad on the turnpike. Brad, you're on with Double M. Hey, good evening, Mark. How are you? Good evening. Hey, uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on how James Harrison, uh, his contributions to the Patriots win on the last drive of the game. And, and He's the best Steelers. player they have. He's the best player in NFL history. They should give him the MVP for the season, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, and, in fact, the Lombardi Trophy itself. He made the greatest play in Super Bowl history when he returned that interception. How long was it? I believe it was 400 yards. It was a 400-yard interception return. He should be immortalized on Mount Rushmore as the fifth head. Anything else? Uh, I was just trying to get a serious answer, but thanks. Well, I mean, what do you want me to say? He made a tackle. Yeah, do you think he played better than uh, T.J. Watt or Bud Dupree? He did yesterday because T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree weren't playing. Mm-hmm. Now, what, now, you obviously think James Harrison should have stayed in Pittsburgh. Uh, how do you think they should have used James Harrison? I actually don't think he should have stayed, but I just, I, I just wanted to know what your thoughts were on whether or not you know, I think he, he, I think he's one of the worst human beings on the face of the planet. I think he sabotaged his time in Pittsburgh at the end. I think he defecated on the organization and his teammates. I think he's a woman-beating bully. I think he's a piece of crap. Does that pretty much sum up everything? Hey, fair enough. That's what he is. Believe me, James Harris could make a million tackles in the Super Bowl. What I just said is what he is. Let's go to Junior on the Parkway. Junior. You're on with Double M. Good day, sir. Right. Uh, I, I, I know you chimed in on that, but I still can't help but think Tomlin mismanaged James Harrison from the beginning. Okay, well, I mean, how would you have done, How would you have used James Harrison? I mean, you saw how you know the young guys were getting... Okay, I'm going to ask you the question. You just answer it. How would you have used James Harrison? Tell me the next word out of your mouth should be how they should have used James Harrison. They should have used James Harrison towards the end of fourth games in the fourth quarter, especially towards the end of the stretch of this season. Okay, what would that have accomplished? And in place maybe, of who? Maybe a game-changing sack against White Bortles. Okay, they they went 13-3. and three. They, they set a team record for sacks and led the league in sacks. So you can talk about maybes all you want. I'm going to talk about what actually happened, and it really does urinate all over everything you've said. Okay, you know, you know what? He, you're right. He might have had a game-changing sack against Blake Bortles. He also might have been invisible. If we're going to talk about might-haves, let's talk about all the might-haves. Hello? I mean, everybody would say, oh, you're right. He probably would have changed the game. Would be in the Super Bowl. Yay, Debo! Yay, Debo! Yay, Debo! If we're going to talk about the might-haves, let's talk about all the might-haves. He might have been invisible. I just don't get how you can say that he should have played more when T.J. Watt had a great rookie season and they set a team record and led the league in sacks. If you're a fanboy of his, if you'd like to see him naked, hey, that's just fine. If if that's you know what if if you're a fanboy that's great, but that's what you're being when you make up these scenarios about where the Steelers would be had they kept James Harrison. You're being a fanboy, and if you're a Harrison fanboy, that makes you a Patriots fanboy, and that means you're not a Steeler fan anymore. 
412-333-9939. Let's go to uh, Greg and Shaler. Greg, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. You talk about the uh, steroid culture and how things aren't going to change, but don't you agree that the culture starts and ends with the coaching? I mean, no, 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 no. The The culture uh, is affected and influenced by the coach a great deal. In this case, enabled by the coach. A lot of it's on the leaders in the locker room and just the general makeup of the locker room. Now, now I understand the Steelers' leaders uh, are ripe for criticism in this scenario as well, but you can't lead who won't be followed. And a lot of the leaders have left recently, and uh, nobody's going to tell Antonio Brown what to do. Nobody's going to tell Le'Veon Bell what to do. And when you see two-star players resistant to authority and structure, then the young guys are going to be resistant to authority and structure. They, you got to drop the hammer on the prominent players because then the lesser players will take it seriously. If you just drop the hammer on the lesser players and let the stars run amok, as is the case with the Steelers, then you just look like like clown shoes. Yeah, but don't you think the culture in the first place was... You're right. It's all Tomlin's fault. Is that what you wanted to hear? No, I'm just saying... It sounds like what you wanted to hear because I've given you a detailed explanation on how culture trickles down through everyone in the locker room. And you went right back to the coach. So it's all Tomlin's fault. We done now? Okay, dokie. Thanks for the call. Seriously, I mean, if I give a detailed explanation and then you say, well, don't you think it's the coach's fault? No, I, I told you that it's responsibility shared by everyone in that locker room. One man does not shape a culture, even if it is the man in charge. And this culture wasn't shaped overnight. And might I add, I told you... This team's culture was headed for the outhouse when the Young Money Brothers, whatever it was they called themselves, started influencing the way people acted in that clubhouse. Who was it, Mike Wallace? The jerk who's on Denver now that came to the studio when he knew I wasn't there or I'd have kicked his ass. What was his name? I'd have kicked his ass, that's for sure. He's gone to Denver. He's done pretty good. And, of course, Antonio Brown, the Young Money Brothers. Emmanuel Sanders, that's who it is. I would have kicked his ass. I would have kicked his ass. That leaves the line open. Let's go to Chris in Mount Lebanon. Chris, you're on with Double M. Hello? Chris, you're on the air. Hey, um, I just want to talk about uh, Left Bell being released. I think it's a good thing. Uh, you look at the back. Well, first off, out. they would not release him. They would let him walk well, via free agency, and the decision has not been made yet. Okay, if they let him walk, I think it would be a good thing. Uh, you look at all the backs that came out in the draft this last season. And and this is a very deep uh, draft for running backs. But, yeah, I know you're thinking of uh, Kamara from New Orleans, fourth-round draft pick, right? That Absolutely. could easily happen again. Third-round draft pick. I mean, just let the guy go. I mean, he's too much of a liability, in my opinion. Well, and the if they, if they and do that. franchise Bell, if they franchise him, he's not going to show for camp. And what if he does follow through and sits out the season? Then you're exactly. totally screwed. It's just a waste of time. Now, as you heard uh, Matt Williamson talk about earlier in the show, the Steelers this past draft went for character guys. A lot of team captain stuff like that. And if you keep doing that, that will eventually straighten things out, but not immediately. And, uh, and it shows that the Steelers do think there's a problem in that regard. Let's go to John in the car. John, you're on with Double M. Yeah, uh, 
you know, you start talking about the team culture. I look, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the team captains are what Roethlisberger, Cam Hayward, and I'm not sure the. Yeah, and I, I just captain. said the leadership is responsible as well. Yeah, but you know, you've got Roethlisberger. Uh, oh, it's know, Ben's fault. Rock. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. No, it's I'm, Ben's not, fault. I'm not saying it's Ben's fault. Hear me out. I don't have to hear you out. Nobody gives a frig what you have to say. I can cut you off anytime I want because you're a zero and I'm a star. So if you want to keep talking, <laughs> laugh all you want, loser. If you want to keep talking, you better show some respect. Call me sir. Okay. Say, say, please let me talk, sir. <laughs> say it, say it, say it. Oh, well, then goodbye. See, you didn't get to make your point. In fact, everyone from now on has to say, please let me talk, sir. Rest of the day. Let's go to Kevin in Monroeville. Kevin, you need to say, please let me talk, sir. Please let me talk, sir. Go ahead. That's very nice, Kevin. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, looks like the Penguins have three able goalies with uh, Jari DeSmith and uh, I. I disagree, Casey DeSmith. uh, You know he's played a good couple games, but it's only a couple games. He's a 26 year old NHL rookie, so I wouldn't put him uh, on my list of anybody that I would want to have to play in the postseason. But go ahead. Could you? And I don't know if I do, but could you foresee the Penguins trading one of those guys by the deadline? No. Okay, thank you. No, I mean, if they could get something for Casey friggin' DeSmith, I think they would trade him. But but Murray and Jari are their two goalies. And haven't we learned over the last two playoffs, you need two! Do any of you people pay attention ever to anything? All right, time now to ask Mark anything. 412-333-WXDX is the number to call. When I answer the phone, you have to either say, please let me talk, sir, or save us 166. Those are the options. Either please let me talk, sir, or save us 166. Ask Mark anything now by dialing 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Are you saying that because you know it'll make me make fun of you? Yes, I love you, Mark. But I'll be quite blunt, slap nuts. VX at 105.9. Time not to ask Mark anything. Brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's best seafood and chop house, so be sure to check out Chapino in the strip. By the way, quick plug, I got room for one or two more roller hockey teams in my big tournament coming up at Hot Shots in Mount Pleasant, February 10th and 11th. That's roller hockey with the ball, adult team. So if you have a team you want to get in, it's not too late. Email me, supergenius at WXDX. Dot com. Let's go to Zach in Lowe's. Zach, ask Mark anything. Mark, can I please talk, sir? Yes, you can. I forgot about that. Go. Oh, thank God. Uh, how far is two going for the Pens? At what point in time do we just say, well, better luck next season? Well, I, I don't think you do that when you're literally tied for the last playoff berth and out on uh, whatever the tiebreaker is. I think out right now because they played more games, but... Uh, but uh, I just feel like they're treading sludge. They're they're not getting anywhere. Uh, Borky was right. They need to go on like a four or five game winning streak. But then again, they did that earlier this month and then lost two out of three on the West Coast swing. What they can't keep doing is win one, lose one. Win one, lose one. And, and that's what they've done most of the year. It'll be the yeah. kind of thing where a lot of people are assuming they're going to make the playoffs and they'll assume and they'll assume and they'll assume, and they'll assume, and then like the last week of the season, wait, what, we didn't make it? Let's go to Jerry and Blonox. Jerry, ask Mark anything. 
Uh huh. Yep. Save us one six six. There you okay, go. What do you What do you got? Uh, do you have a guilty pleasure TV show, like a sitcom or something you like? I watch that '70s show all the time. Is that a Is that I watch reruns, like literally four reruns a night every night. Is that a guilty pleasure? Does that count? Nah, I'm I'm, I'm thinking more toward like Jersey Shore or no. Real Housewives. No, like uh, lately, like after that '70s show is on the Laugh Network, I'll watch like an episode of Roseanne, and I'd forgotten how good Roseanne was. It was a pretty funny show. When I wake up in the morning, though, if I fell asleep with the Laugh Channel on, or turned it off, and you know, obviously, when you turn the TV back on, it's the same channel, right? right. You know what's on in the morning is reruns of Ellen. Remember the Ellen talk show? Not talk no. show. No, not the talk show. She had her sitcom. Oh, is it bad? But then she announced, yep, I'm gay, and it became the number one show ever in America. It was so good Oprah wanted to be on it. They said, are you gay? She said, no, then you're off. I understand that was very groundbreaking what Ellen did, but it doesn't mean it wasn't a terrible show. It was a terrible show. Let's go to Kevin in North Hills. Kevin, ask Mark anything. Please, sir, may I talk? Yes. Um, I was just getting your thoughts. Uh, tonight is the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. I was wondering how you think that's going to go. I think it'll be a great show with a lot of people coming back. And then next week it'll stink again. Yeah, because I was thinking Jericho is still doing his stuff in New Japan, so I don't know if he's going to be on tonight. Uh, I don't think Jericho will be there tonight, no. Kevin Nash um, will not be there. He's having trouble traveling because he had, uh, I believe, like his 17th knee surgery or whatever number it is. Austin will be there. Though. A lot of big names will be there. Flair's going to be there. It'll be great. It'll be absolutely great. But you know what? All those big stars coming back will remind everybody that there aren't that many big stars now. Let's go to Michael in Monroeville. Michael, ask Mark anything. Six. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yep. Can I speak, sir? Yes, you can. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Do you think we're going to lose the Pirates as a franchise? No, they have a stadium lease that runs for like a billion years. How could they lose yeah. them? Yeah, I, I, was just, I was just wondering. I, uh, I seen you at a funeral, I think, last year. I was going to say something to you, but I... It's obviously the wrong place. It's the wrong time. Obviously the wrong place. Thank you for not further. What funeral was I at? Huh. Because I try to avoid those at all costs. Must have been somebody I really liked or, or a relative for somebody I really liked. Let's go to Stanley in the car. Stanley. Stanley Steamer. You're on with Double M. Ask Mark anything. Please, sir, may I talk? Yes. Yeah, I could care less if New England wins 10 more Super Bowls, and I'm guessing you're probably the same. I'm guessing you're hoping Philadelphia loses. Well, honestly, I don't care either way. I don't care about football. I, I would have thought that's been made pretty clear on this show. Well, just because of the way they treat the Penguin fans, I would think that you would want Philadelphia to lose. No. Yeah, a different set of fans. I, honestly, I hate to give it – I mean, I'm going to talk about it for the next two weeks as little as I can, but I, I don't care. Like, Like, let me tell you. There's so little I care about now. Not just sports. Little I care about at all. It is mind-numbing. But that's okay because my mind could use a little bit of numbing. Okay. Right now, listen for the keyword texted in. Win a $1,000 bribe. That it? We done? Good. 105.9 The X.